Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Shine Podcast. I am your host, Shauna Starr. Today we get to talk about something that I'm, as always, excited to talk about, which is marketing, which is a huge topic and one that's never-ending if you have a business or a personal brand. It's also one of those topics that I know always feels extremely overwhelming to talk about. And a lot of times we tend to just think about social media as marketing and doing those strategies. However, marketing encompasses all of what you're doing for marketing and not just social media. And we're going to jump right into that. I've talked about this topic a few times and I know I will again, but what actually brought it on my heart this time was I've been listening to different podcasts and reading different books, and most of them have very high volume followers. Not all of them, but it just happens to be that a lot of the masters of their craft, people that I follow, tend to have those high followers, which is wonderful. However, most of them state that they don't need tons of followers to be successful. And they're absolutely right. However, it is a little hard to take from somebody who has millions of followers, which led to be on my heart because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have tens of thousands of followers. In fact, I have less than 2,500 followers on Instagram, less than 2,000 on Facebook, and less than 550 on Pinterest. And yet, I have and am running a full-time photography business. I'm not telling you that because I don't want more followers. In fact, I absolutely would love to gain more of my clients and ideal clients and encourage more women and serve them. But I thought, what better way to showcase that you don't need millions of followers to have a full-time business than somebody who is doing it? And that's where I feel called to share that today because I am in it. I am living it. So I'm here to tell you, you don't need a ton of followers to start. And not even just start, you can have lower numbers and still make a business, a living. Because so many times I hear people give a number and you can still make a business and a living. And marketing doesn't start and end with social media, even though it's the shiny marketing, right? It's what people see. They see the likes and comments and maybe popularity and followers and influencers. And even though it is important for my business to have social media and be current on it, because that's where most people will go directly to, to see my recent work, to see what I'm up to, to see if I'm real and current, social media has tended for people to believe who have great numbers are making the most money. And while numbers definitely can bring in more money, especially with affiliate marketing and Instagram actually paying them directly, it's not the only way to see if a business is thriving. It does feel that way though sometimes, and I get it because I'm right there with you. I understand. But as I've looked at my numbers, I had to reflect on what my business is really doing by looking at the numbers behind the scenes, my inquiries, my clients, my network, and the relationships that I'm building after I have said clients. I was listening to another podcast while biking the other day, and one who has hundreds of thousands of followers was one who said this, and I thought, I definitely believe her, but only because I'm living it. And she does have thousands, closer to millions of followers. So it seems like maybe just something people say, and then it hit me, that as someone who is doing the dang thing and running a full-time business and doesn't have those numbers, it is still possible. 
And the people that do follow me are my people. They're my ideal client, the people that support me. I decided right then when I was listening that it was a way to reach and talk to you about having those smaller numbers and show that even with those small numbers, you can make an impact. You can have a side business or even a full-time business. And it is no excuse not to continue on because you don't have the followers you think you need. In fact, it is just that, an excuse not to move forward. I heard something the other day and the speaker was talking about how you can be most called an influence, those who were what you were in the past. And I think about that and what I speak about on this podcast, which is marketing and finances and going through divorce and all of these things that I can connect with people because of who I was in the past. So the reason I'm telling you this is because part of who I was in the past was me thinking that my small numbers was holding me back when in fact, it was myself giving that excuse and putting that on myself. And when I did that, it wasn't allowing me to grow. I saw myself as small because of my small numbers and therefore my business was small. Now, don't get me wrong, it is still a small business, and I've only lived in Florida for about four years, and I moved here with knowing no one, so it was completely starting over. However, each year, my slow seasons become less of a slow season, and it's been an incredible leap of faith, trusting in myself, and a few things we're going to talk about, which are two words most people don't want to hear while building a business, and they are action and patience. But more on that in just a little bit. Marketing, like I said, isn't just social media, though a lot of my clients do find me online. But if that's all you're doing in your small business or personal brand, it's a good reminder that we do not own those followers and those likes. If at any point those sites went down, as you know they have in the past and people freak out, you'd lose every person who follows you. So it is a great way to leverage some of your other marketing strategies like announcing launches and email lists, new products and associate, but there is so much more and it shouldn't be and cannot be the only way you're marketing your business. Networking for me has been huge and looking back to starting completely over in this new state and like I said, knowing no one, I knew it would take about three years before it started to build if I went out and hit the ground running, knowing each introduction wasn't a client, but a potential person for another introduction and all relationships to build. How many times have we heard that marketing is a strategy that is ongoing? It's not quick. It's not every person you meet. It's part of your growth and most times business growth that sticks takes a while to grow which is honestly for our benefit. As we shift and grow, we can add in more people, change how we do business, and invest more money as we're slowly building and not feeling too much overwhelm at once, especially in those beginning stages. And making sure our businesses are accommodating needs that we don't see met when we first start them or not sure we even need them. And to develop your true authenticity takes action and patience. Two things, like I said, of course, a lot of us tend to avoid. We all wish we could make one post, make one new product announcement, and bam, work comes to us without us doing anything. But that's not how you develop trust in your clients, followers, or your network. Our desire for attention with likes and comments can often cloud what is bringing in business and making sales and creating long-lasting growth, 
which is to create and contributing value to those followers and networks. And I know that isn't pretty and shiny or fun. Action and patience? Yeah, no. We want growth and success right away. (laughs) I'm going to give you a few business marketing tips that I've learned, especially starting completely over and having no network to depend on, which is usually the biggest way to see growth in business. For example, if you grew up in a town and now you live decently close to that city still, you may find that your business growth may be a little faster because you already have people who are on your side advocating for you, sharing your content with people who are close and can hire or get your product or service. And that is such an amazing way, but I did not have that possibility when I moved to a new state. So this is going to take action and patience. And I learned all of these from moving four states in, what, 10 years? And took me approximately three years to start to see clients find me each time. Trust me and then build that network. Unfortunately, I was moving about every three years. So as soon as I'd see some solid growth, I'd move. I've been here in the Emerald Coast of Florida for about four and a half years, and I've trusted the process of action and patience. And I have seen now that I have taken on a full-time photography business, able to pay myself. Of course, most of this growth in business and success is all hindsight on connecting the dots. When I moved to Florida, I couldn't see the whole staircase of my steps, and it took a lot of faith in myself and trust in God and my business that it would even get me to having a full-time career doing this photography business. But I trusted my experience, other mentors, and of course, getting to that action and patience, which I promise you're going to get sick of hearing, but that's just how it is. So number one is networking. Now, I don't mean to find some groups and hand out your business cards and suddenly you're swimming in clients. In fact, I feel like a lot of people do this incorrectly. They go to an event and automatically hand out their business card, don't really speak to them, don't listen to the other person, they just expect them to give them business. And if you're doing it this way, you're not doing it right. In fact, networking is usually the slowest growing marketing tool if you don't know anybody, but it can also be a very strong one that brings you clients and customers and numbers in the future without you then spending money. But at first, you are spending time. And as we know, time is money. So yes, you're kind of spending it, but it will create those funnels in the future. You basically create a network that sends you business and then they're doing all that work for you. You definitely at least owe them a thank you. And going to network events, especially in a new place, is so important. You get to meet friends, people in your business circle, people who've been around for a while, and they can tell you about other events and who you should meet and so much more. This is the long game marketing. And in fact, it's the long relationship marketing. This isn't the one night stand of marketing. I even try not to talk about my business unless it gets asked about at these events. If someone wants to talk all day about theirs, cool. This is the relationship building part. This can be paramount if you continue to build these relationships, connect online with them, and try maybe serving first, sending them a client, supporting their events and small business ventures. This takes some of your time and a little bit of money depending on the event, but know that networking will take a few years before you really see the outcomes and can look back and see those dots connecting. Not always. You might meet some fabulous people right away, but never go into events looking for your client. Those are your relationships and they will bring you other clients. Number two is advertising. 
This is another long-term relationship. And if you shift that mindset, you are going to win every time and you cannot lose. However, if you do one ad with one place and expect you to get clients and you then fail at that, you're going to be discouraged. So here's my insight of how I use advertising now. Every time I would move to a new state, I would do some research on where I want to advertise. I picked magazines, for example, but you can do any other publications, TV, radio, podcasts, whatever you want to do in that area. I would pick one publication and do an ad with them, knowing that I'm not going to get one client from them because that is not the point. What I wanted to do was to get exposure through that publication and maybe opportunities to network with the people within that magazine. Here's my example. I said I moved to a new state, I did research on a magazine, I took one ad out when I first moved here, and because of that ad, I got invited to an event of the cover reveal, because I spent money with them. I ended up going to this event and meeting somebody. Through that, I did a free headshot session for someone I met. He happened to give those headshots to that same magazine publication, and because of that, I then was hired by that magazine. And so that magazine sent me to hundreds of events in the last in the last couple years, and I was able to really meet people and dig into those networking events that honestly I wouldn't have even heard of if I wasn't being sent to it as an employee. That is a huge ripple effect and was created so many relationships because of that one person that I felt was right to give to. Now, I could have been bummed that I literally did not get any leads from that ad, but I didn't spend money on that ad for clients. I spent it to create relationships and it has gotten me so many more clients by shifting that mindset that way. A third way to use your marketing is of course social media. You don't have to do them all. In fact, I know it's overwhelming, but I will quote Jasmine Starr and say, if it's for free, it's for me. And it's a great way to market and should be one of the strategies that you use because anytime I get new business, like I said, and meet someone new, I want to see their credibility and I had to not just their website because that's not always ever changing or kept up. I usually see their social media websites. Now, social media could be talked about all day and all the strategies, but what I really want to do is just go over all of the different mar ways to market. So we're going to keep up with just a few that drive traffic to you and create sales and customers. Learn where your ideal client lives and to continue to learn the changing algorithms and how you see results. This also can sometimes be a fast track to getting some clients, but in the long game, you want to be consistent and serve your clients just like you do any other place. The more that you serve, the more you are creating that credibility and trust so that when you come out with a newsletter, when you come out with a new product, when you come out with something new, they are more likely to have already trusted you and then will purchase from you or get your service and be excited about you. Number four is SEO and websites. Okay, another one whew, that has so much information, but we're not going like granular today. So honestly, this is one I used to hate. I mean, it felt so overwhelming 10 years ago, but blogging and websites and SEO is not dead. Using SEO, which is search engine optimization, is the highest traffic pusher to my website still every single month. And another way to create my credibility. This is yet another action and patience because each blog I do SEO, each session, post, 
an update to my website. It pushes me to the top of different Google pages and rankings that I want. But it takes a while, and depending on your location could take a few years. This is where my niche has helped me tremendously in my photography career. I'm now number one photographer for certain categories that I've specifically put on my SEO in my website to be pushed to Google. Not in families and weddings, but I am specific in my SEO so people find me when they're looking for exactly me. This part also goes along with reviews. Reviews will give credibility and also will bump up your rankings. So don't forget once in a while at least to try to get some past clients to give you a fabulous Google or wherever you prefer review so it can bump up those rankings. Number five are email lists. Another way that people think is dead marketing strategy, but it can be another huge tool to use right from your home. And is somebody who likes to be home This is a great one for me. We went over social media, how it's not numbers and likes that you own, but those email lists and lists you create and have emails to, you own that list. So if you have to start over for some reason, you still have that way to network and get in touch with those followers. It's tough to get people to sign up more than ever now because who wants a ton of random emails popping up, but creating valuable information and serving your audience and maybe doing some free giveaways at first will help always gain those lists. It's a way to connect with people who love you, serve them more intimately, and also a great reminder for ways to give them specials, first to new products, and so much more. Business cards is number six. Now, I know this one might have some controversy to it because there's a lot of people who don't want to waste the paper, don't want to order them. There's different ways for digital business cards. But I will say for myself, I like physical things. And the business cards that I've just swiped on my phone, if I don't remember their name, I'm never finding that contact again. So this isn't one that's quite as big. But no matter where I'm going, I had the opportunity and was after my information. I wanted to make sure that I had a beautiful business card to give. And also because of my career, I keep several. I keep a business card for weddings if somebody asks, bachelorettes, and one for beauty. And I'm ready to hand them if needed. I know most of these are going to end up in the trash, so I find to only purchase them when they have a great sale, but it is still a great way to network and I do keep a lot of my business cards from other businesses so I can contact them when I need to. Number seven is to serve. Whether it's jumping on other people's podcasts to serve that community and share your expertise, volunteering at an event of another business and people you believe in, creating content for free, And when you see fit, because not uh, every opportunity will be fit for this, donate your time or product or service to a cause you believe in. Don't say yes to everybody that asks, but that you believe in and feel is the right way to give back. You have a gift you've been given, and it's not to be used for your own purposes. Start giving more, and those gifts will absolutely return to you. Number eight is a few different things here. It's associate, affiliate, or contract. Now, not every business model will fit this marketing strategy, but you can do collaborations with physical products. You can get in stores. You can find events under under other businesses and a lot more things like that. But for service-based, don't be afraid to reach out to businesses to work under theirs if it's possible. 
For example, for me, I work for a wedding shop company as a contract photographer and have worked under three different magazines which have sent me to different events and set up with some fabulous shoots and people and have created relationships. I also contract through another photography company and I'm actually the only one in Northwest Florida currently, so I'm not competing that way. And when it's just as slow for my business, I have other jobs coming in and trickling in, still in my field, and doing this has enabled me to quit other jobs outside of my field that I had and make photography full-time in only four years here in Florida. I will say this, the best thing that you can do, no matter what marketing strategy or way, is to remember to be your authentic self. No matter what form of marketing, there's so many ways to market your business and yourself or personal brand. If you want the longevity of your ideal client and not just numbers to follow you, you have to be uniquely you, and that will be the best way to do that and attract those people. And I know that sometimes is the toughest thing because before we can be authentic and uniquely ourselves, we have to do that inner work that is accepting of who we are. And that doesn't mean we love everything about ourselves yet as we're growing, but it means we love who we are. I moved here and had to get a full-time job. It was one that allowed me to work on my photography business when it was slow in the office. I was always very clear and honest with that business that I was working to do my business full-time. After a few years, I was too busy for that full-time job, but not busy enough to be on my own. I then took on a part-time job being a lifeguard and swim instructor until again, I was too busy to have that job. There've been a lot of things along the way that were really tough and especially feeling like it's not where I should be. But if it's something that you want as a side business or full-time business, you can do whatever you need to do to keep it as your side hustle. You do not have to just have your business to be successful. You might be building like I was. I had to have other jobs until I could just rely on my income. And you can absolutely do it. And if you lived where you do right now for a while, you might find it grows a lot more quickly, like I said before, because of the network and relationships you've already organically been building over the years. That wasn't a luxury that I had in Florida, but it is allowing me to teach how to start over completely because I've gone through it five different times and it makes me capable to be able to connect with those people starting over and feeling like they don't have anyone. How do I start a business? But having to start over for myself is what made me qualified to teach this and talk about it. Now, I know there's so many more ways to market your business, and the best thing you can do is just try. See what fits you and your authentic self, and it might not be a fit for another business that even looks like yours. Action and patience, two things that we tend to resist but will benefit from in our brand and protect us from being disappointed each time we try something and it looks like it fails. When in reality, it might set up other opportunities and other people and other steps and other relationships, but we don't get to see those steps until we take those first ones in front of us and keep taking the steps so you can look back and see how you got where you are. I am now 14 years into my business, but only 4.5 years into it in Florida, and I'm always going to keep seeking action and patience to grow, shift, and listening to what I know is best for my business. 
The gut instinct I have to serve faithfully and how to grow has been huge and monumental in my business for growth. And when you learn how to listen to it, you will see exponential growth too. I'm lucky to do my passion full time and photograph amazing women and people, even if it looks like I only have 2,300 followers on Instagram. I have felt my voice is one that can encourage small numbers. It doesn't mean it's lack of success. It's only the flashy thing that we tend to see. It's really all the other hours of marketing strategy, all the behind the scenes, all the things that people are not seeing and suddenly they just see you have clients all the time. They have no clue. But it's those hours of action and patience. Now, if you know me well, you know... I'm not actually a patient person when it comes to day-to-day living, whether I am behind a very slow car or just trying to leave the house and somebody's being slow. I'm not claiming to have that kind of patience. But in my business, when I am starting over or starting a new business or venture or strategy, I know that no matter what I go into it, I am not going to get a client right away. In fact, I like to play this game that might sound ridiculous to you when I try something new. And what I've been doing is if I've been cold emailing different businesses to work with them, I like to see how many times I hear no before I hear yes. And I don't hear a no as a no forever. It might not be a good fit for them for now, or maybe it'll build a relationship in the future. But I don't take no's personally because they might not be ready for that. Maybe they have a different service provider, or maybe they're just not interested for now because they don't know and trust you. So the best thing you can do is start to follow those businesses, build trust around them, comment, like, and serve those businesses first. There was one recently for me that I started reaching out to new kinds of businesses, and I thought, I think I'm going to hear a lot of no's. So I kind of played that game of how many no's am I going to hear before I hear a yes? And honestly, I heard two out of five yeses, and the other ones I didn't hear from, which I think is a huge and fabulous number to hear yeses from. And because I wasn't going to take it personal, because my mindset isn't if I don't hear a yes, then it is a no forever and I'm a failure, I didn't care. What I cared about is meeting those relationships and start to build that trust with different companies. I know you might be feeling a little overwhelmed about what I stated of ways to market and you can't just use one strategy. So focus on a couple, see what works for you, adjust and move forward. But What I can say is it's always going to be action and patience. Start dabbling with what works for your business model, your ideal client, and what feels good for you for that gut instinct. Most of them are not the short game to find clients. It is relationship building, trust building, and serving. And that is actually good for you as well because it's going to build your serving heart and make you a better business person to then shift your business, maybe add in employees, and really grow with strength. I'm going to add in one more bonus way that I market. And the biggest way is to work on your inner self. I say that because the more that I work on myself, The better I feel about who I am, the more authentic I am to myself. And then when I share, those people feel connected to me as well. That is always going to be the best way to build. I hope that you feel encouraged today and excited to maybe start working on some things for your brand or business. And as always, keep shining. 
Hold on one second, I wanna stop you right there. If you own a business or have a personal brand and do not use a client management software that you absolutely love, I want to tell you about HoneyBook. Now, I actually got started through HoneyBook and this software because of another podcaster and the referral program that they use. So I got a percent off for my first year and fell in love with it, and now I wanna tell you about it. HoneyBook does so much for my business. First of all, I don't know how to explain it, but more clients are tipping me, more clients are paying all their invoices on time, and it is a beautiful way to show, showcase all of your contracts, payments, proposals, and so much more in a creative and beautiful way. You can manage your projects, books, clients, send those invoices, and get paid all on HoneyBook. And they're always coming out with new features, which I absolutely adore. And right now with my referral link, I can get you 50% off the first year, which is incredible. And that is through share.honeybook.com slash Shauna Star. Shauna Star is S-H-A-N-N-A-S-T-A-R. I'm also going to be putting it in the notes because I absolutely believe in them and want to share it with you. So you can get 50% off with that code and it would mean so much. I would love to hear if you use HoneyBook already, love it, what you think. So head to the link or go straight to share.honeybook.com slash Shauna Star. Thank you so much.